0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of For Greater Knowledge, the official podcast of Tau Beta Sigma, the Honorary Collegiate Service Organization. My name is Leslie Garton, and I am your National Vice President for Communication and Recognition. On this episode, you'll be made further aware of the upcoming Black Stripe, get a Reminder about our upcoming scholarship deadlines, learn about upcoming district convention dates and locations, be enlightened about the membership candidate report, and be refreshed with reminders about our new national educational curriculum called the Overture. Lastly, I want to give a mini history lesson about our beloved sorority from our origins in 1939 to its existence within Title IX in 1972. Without further ado, let's get started. The Tau Beta Sigma National Leadership Team wanted to take a moment to thank each and every one of you all for your support on Giving Tuesday in 2019. Your likes, shares, posts, personal fundraisers and donations helped us raise $8,265. This money will be used for national programming, the National Intercollegiate Band, education initiatives, and so much more. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Calling all leaders in Tau Beta Sigma. We are looking to profile you as a leader of your band. We are so proud of your leadership and we want the world to know it. Chapters may fill out a nomination for one active member to be showcased from their chapter. You may keep this a secret and surprise that member or have them be a part of the process. If you are interested, please send us a message, a message directly at lesler at tbsigma.org. That is L-E-S-L-E-R. I am also looking for both new membership candidate degree photos and chapter meetup pictures to post on our social media. Send me an email or you can message the Tau Beta Sigma Facebook or Instagram with your photos and I will post them. Thank you for your assistance. The next stripe due is March 1st and the black stripe is all about recognition. Recognize the members of your band or chapter this school year by submitting a Tau Beta Sigma national award application as a chapter to celebrate their contribution to band in leadership. This year your chapter has the option of submitting two for Greater Bands Awards to celebrate non kksi and non-TBS members of your bands for their instrumental and visual contributions this year, or your chapter can submit a baton nomination for a member of your chapter that has gone above and beyond in their service to your bands, community, and Tau Beta Sigma. January is the perfect time to start writing your application for our scholarships. There are four different scholarships due May 1st, and each is $1,000. Tau Beta Sigma National Scholarship for Outstanding Student Leaders honors active members who have distinguished themselves as outstanding student leaders of Tau Beta Sigma their band, their campus, and in academics. Each recipient is awarded $1,000 and receives a plaque of recognition. Applicants must be entering their junior or senior year after June 1st and have been an active member of Tau Beta Sigma for one year and have a 3.0 GPA on a 4.0 scale. The second scholarship is the Patsy Drury Hale National Scholarship for Outstanding Musical Achievement. It was designed to honor those active members who have distinguished themselves as outstanding musicians during their college career. Applicants must be entering their junior or senior year after June 1st of 2019, have been an active member of Tau Beta Sigma for one year, and have a 3.0 GPA on a 4.0 scale. The third scholarship is the Tau Beta Sigma Waiver Scholarship. This scholarship was designed to provide assistance to women who are preparing to enter the field of music education. Applicants must have been an active member of Tau Beta Sigma for one year at the time of application and have a 3.3 GPA on a 4.0 scale. The last scholarship available is the Tau Beta Sigma Legacy Scholarship. This scholarship was developed by the Board of Trustees to provide assistance to members who show outstanding business ability within Tau Beta Sigma or their band and is open to applications from women and men in Tau Beta Sigma. Each recipient is awarded $1,000. Applicants must have been an active member of Tau Beta Sigma for one year at the time of the application and have a 3.3 GPA on a 4.0 scale. To apply for these awards and for more information, please visit tbsigma.org scholarships. They are all due May 1st and please contact me if you have any questions. I hope you're planning to attend at least one district convention this year. Here are the dates and locations for each district convention. Northeast convention is March 20th through 21st in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Same, that same weekend is the Midwest District Convention. It is March 20th through 22nd in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, That next week will be the Western District Convention. It will be uh, held March 27th through 29th in Santa Maria, California. That next week, there's two conventions. First is the North Central District Convention, uh, held April 3rd through 5th in Bowling Green, Ohio. And then also uh, the Southeast District Convention, April 3rd through the 5th in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Lastly, we have uh, Easter that next week. So that following week will be the Southwest District Convention. That will be April 17th through the 19th in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, February's podcast will showcase our district presidents providing more information about their convention. So have your listening ears ready. As you gear up for the spring semester, please note a few reminders regarding membership education. All members who will be conducting a spring 2020 membership class must use our national curriculum overture. Chapters that have not yet yet accessed the overture Google Team Drive will need to contact national headquarters to get set up at hqacc at kkytbs.org. In order to start a new candidate process membership intake or membership intake chapters need to fill out the TBS membership education form and receive approval from your district counselors. Chapters that start a process before submitting may be in danger of being placed on probation. All chapter VPNs or membership educators must submit the membership candidate registration form in the OMRS within seven days of first degree. If you had a fall class and already filled out the TBS membership education form, but you will also be doing a spring class, the only neat thing you'll need to fill out on the form are your dates for the spring of 2020, only if you're uh, doing the same activities as previously. Please email Erica Pope, Vice President of Colonization and Membership with any questions at ericapope at tbsigma.org. Happy educating. Please check out the link to the form either on December's newsletter or we'll have it available in our social media on Friday, January 10th. Thank you for your patience through all the announcements. Let us get into the history of Tau Beta Sigma from 1939 to 1972. Hello, Uh, I just wanted to take this podcast and talk a little bit about the history of Tabeta Sigma from 1939 to 1972. This is not going to be very extensive. Just kind of touch the surface of everything in case you're curious or just kind of want a quick 10 minute overview of how the first uh, 45 years of the organization happened. So uh, if you're interested and would like to know more, I fully recommend uh, for you to get a copy of the book that was published by Lisa Crosston, uh, Dr. Nicole Sanchez, and Aaron Moore. Uh, that is Tabitha Sigma from a local group to a national sorority from 1939 to 1947. There's lots of really good information there. Uh, you may purchase a copy by calling headquarters. Uh, just talking about the sorority beginnings, uh, the first practical idea for establishing a band sorority for college and university bandswomen uh, came about during the spring semester of 1939. Wave of Baines, who was our founder, along with two of her classmates, uh, Emily Sorrell and Ruth Linnell Williams, took the idea to uh, the Texas Tech band director D.O. Wiley. Uh, this idea was patterned after Kappa Kappa Psi, and it became... It began to come together the following semester and resulted in the campus organization Tau Beta Sigma. Much like the fraternity, Tau Beta Sigma's purpose at Tech was to serve as an Honorary Service and Leadership Recognition Society, but was designed especially to provide the important additional social, educational, and other positive experiences needed by women in the band. The fledgling organization petitioned for recognition as an official campus organization in the spring of 1940. During these initial meetings of an uh, 1939 and 1940, the women elected officers and began to work on sorority crest and jewelry. The first officers of the organization were uh, Weba was president, Emily was vice president, uh, Lillian Horner was secretary, Nita Fur was treasurer, and Barbara Griggs was the reporter. The faculty sponsor was Mrs. D. O. Wiley. Miss Sorrell provided all the sketchwork on the emblem and shield that were adopted as the official emblems of the sorority. During this time in 1940, though, two of the founding members, Wave and Emily, graduated. With World War II, the girls of the tech bands continued to develop the organization as more and more women were being admitted into the bands as the men went off to uh, service in the war. By October 1941, TBS had become commu- had begun communications with the National Executive Secretary of Kappa Kappa Psi for assistance in becoming a national organization. The correspondence between A. Frank Martin and the Girls of Tech are wonderful, and Brother Martin is an integral help to the cultivation of Tau Beta Sigma. So basically, to sum that up, WAVA saw uh, Alpha Omicron on uh, that chapter Alpha Omicron of Kappa Kappa Psi was um, initiated in 1939 at Texas Tech. Weva and her friends saw this, they saw this organization, she saw that was neat. She wanted to join, she was told no, so she decided to start her own. In June 1943, the Tech Women petitioned the Grand Council of Kappa Kappa Psi to become an auxiliary part of the National Fraternity as an active chapter. Accepting the group under these circumstances, however, would have entailed a complete revision of the Kappa Kappa Psi Constitution, With World War II in progress, it was unsure as to when the national chapter would hold their next convention, where the issue could be brought to debate. So during this time, uh, 1943 and 1945, there was no national convention due to the war for Kappa Kappa Psi. Rather than postponing action on the women's request indefinitely, the women at Tech approached A. Frank Martin, who was the Grand Executive Secretary of Kappa Kappa Psi at the time, which is equivalent to our national executive director that we have now, They petitioned him in January of 1946 to provide assistance in forming their own national organization, just as the national fraternity had done in 1919. Until a national convention of Kappa Kappa Psi could be held and the matter was clarified, Tau Beta Sigma could be considered the sister organization of the fraternity. The Grand Council of Kappa Kappa Psi agreed that Tau Beta Sigma could share in all fraternal publications. So that meant the podium, that meant letterhead, that meant offices, everything like that. Through the assistance of Martin, the ritual and the national constitution were completed. Likewise, the Balfour Company completed designs for the sorority badge and pledge pin. When applying for a national charter, D.O. Wiley and the girls at Tech again turned to Martin and offered to turn over their work in the name Tau Beta Sigma, To the women's band sorority at Oklahoma A&M, known as Kappa Psi, who was an auxiliary at this point, to submit the Articles of Incorporation in Oklahoma. Through this act, the chapter at Oklahoma A&M would become the alpha chapter. As part of this agreement, the chapter at Texas Tech Beta would be known as the founding location of the sorority, and the members stipulated that Wava Baines would be known as the founder The agreement also specified that the first national president would be from the Beta chapter. Similar women's organizations at Colorado University and the University of Oklahoma submitted petitions to join with the Texas Tech and Oklahoma Oklahoma A&M College chapter, prior to the official charter being received. On March 26, 1946, a charter was granted by the Department of State for the state of Oklahoma legally establishing Tau Beta Sigma National Honorary Band Sorority, later amended to Tau Beta Sigma. On May 4th of 1946, the members of the Alpha Chapter traveled to Lubbock, Texas to officially install the Women of Texas Tech as the Beta Chapter of the National Sorority. Since that time, we have expanded to over 230 campuses across the United States. So at this time, the Alpha Chapter of Tau Beta Sigma was installed on March 26th. This had the additional effect of locating both the Alpha Chapters of Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi at the same school. The founding members of the Alpha Chapter were Rosemary Wright, Frances Barton, who is A. Frank's daughter, Ebba Jensen, Mary Bell Reese, Margaret Stanford, Bernice Friend, and Mary Beth Christ. This was kind of a brilliant move that put the two organizations together for the foreseeable future. This move also had a lot of foresight 25 years later when Title IX was enacted and the future of both organizations was in question. Basically, I don't think I said it before, but it was uh, very difficult to establish an organization such as Tau Beta Sigma in Texas, whereas it was not as difficult uh, with paperwork in Oklahoma. So that was one another reason for the move. D.O. Wiley and A. Frank Martin, uh, their correspondents, Discussing the future of this organization is pretty profound and it's pretty cool. Come to headquarters at some time and you can read some of those letters. They're pretty great. The 1940s was a remarkable genesis of our organization. Doris Ragsdale Kochenek from the Beta Chapter was our first national president. During these days, our national leadership was college students or recently graduated college students. Alpha and Beta were initiated during the 1946 convention, and Gamma, Delta, and Epsilon were in in attendance, but were not initiated yet. These these five chapters elected the first board of trustees with Bo Makofsky, Hugh McMillan, who was the band director at Colorado University at this point, D.O. Wiley, and F. Lee Bowling, who was uh, the grand president of Kappa Kappa Psi at this point. A. Frank Martin served as the executive director of the sorority, and the delegation voted to hold the next convention with the Brotherhood and share the financial obligations of the secretary and national publication. The second national convention was held at Oklahoma A&M the following year, in 1947, in Stillwater. Suzanne Wetmore Larson, an active member from the Gamma Chapter at Colorado University, served as president in Doris's absence. The institution of a shared national executive secretary and national office became firmly fixed in the sorority structure. The Kappa Kappa Psi delegates at the 1947 Fraternity Convention officially voted to accept Tau Beta Sigma as a sister organization and extended in perpetuity to the new sorority the courtesy of sharing in all its publications and in the National Intercollegiate Band Program, which was just newly created. Larson also presided over the third biennial convention, which was held on the campus at the University of Colorado in 1949. Our first version of a standardized ritual was first presented at this convention. The National Intercollegiate Band performed at Red Rocks, performing for over 10,000 people, the largest attendance for an NIB concert ever. The organization grew to 18 chapters by the dawn of the 1950s. The 1950s was a decade of growth with 49 chapters initiated. National conventions at Indiana University, Texas Tech, Ohio State, the University of Utah, and Florida State University took place. Such notable presidents served as Francis Martin Lumley, who was A. Frank Martin's daughter, and Janet West Miller. The National Intercollegiate Band Commissioning Project was first introduced in 1953, and we became fiscally sound enough to contribute to this program and many others by the end of the decade. In 1955, Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi made a joint goal for 55 and 55 meaning they wanted to have 55 chapters jointly by the 1955 National Convention. Kappa Kappa Psi was rebuilding at this point after losing many chapters due to World War II. The 1960s brought structural growth and stability. 34 chapters were initiated and over a dozen chapters were reactivated. National conventions were held at Wichita State University, the University of Arizona, Indiana University, Texas Christian University, and Oklahoma State University. It was uh, up till 1995 that national conventions were held on college campuses, where at that point, Our organizations became too big for that to happen. If you went to national convention in Stillwater this summer, it was great. It was awesome. It was on campus. It was a little tight. It was a little cramped, but that's okay. It was common at this time as well. And before this for the elected national presidents to be from the host school. The chapter leadership trophy and chapter display award was first presented during this decade and such notable national presidents as Patsy Drury Hale and Josephine Walker Wayman served. Mr. and Mrs. A. Frank Martin retired and a new executive director was hired. Upon their retirement, the national headquarters was relocated for the Martin, from the Martin home to offices on the Oklahoma State campus, a gift from the OSU Board of Regents. The Tabeta Sigma National Council formally acknowledged the golden anniversary of Kappa Kappa Psi by gifting them with ritual robes and prepared for their own Silver Anniversary. The early part of the 1970s was one of huge growth, with 20 chapters initiated in the first two years. The Silver Anniversary was celebrated at the University of Michigan. Up until the 1971 National Convention, Wava Baines did not know to the extent of how Tau Beta Sigma came to fruition. She was found and located and uh, brought back and attended her first national convention and amazed at what kinda happened after she left college. She attended every national convention until her passing in 2011. Title IX was enacted June 23rd of 1972 and protects people from discrimination based on sex in education programs or activities that receive federal financial assistance. This means both Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi must become co-ed to be in compliance. Please listen in to future episodes for more Tau Beta Sigma history. Do you have any specific history questions regarding Tau Beta Sigma for me to answer? Please let me know. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, feedback, or have suggestions for future episodes, please check out the For Greater Knowledge Facebook page. On that page is a Google form to submit your feedback. You may also contact me directly. You may email me at lesler at tbsigma.org. That is L-E-S-L-E-R. You are also free to find me on Facebook. I am also in charge of our national social media, so you may contact me through our national Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram pages as I check each of those daily. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you learned something, and remember to go forth with much love in the bond.